From Blackfoot to Teton, we've got your District 6 breakdown right here on the East Idaho PrepCast with Lance Taylor. That's right. Welcome into another edition of the East Idaho PrepCast here on IdahoSports.com. I'm Brandon Bainey, and now here's the man who always sets an extra alarm on game day, Lance Taylor. Lance, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you doing? Uh, it's busy. The the days the are just smoke. All the smoke in this part of the state. Crazy. Yes. Uh, I keep seeing updates on the Mudlick fire uh, up uh, in that salmon area, and they're starting to get that more contained. But, yeah, it, it's been tough no matter where you go in the state, right? Uh, well, from where I live, I can see the Grand Tetons. I haven't been able to see them for a while. I drove out through Driggs the other day. I couldn't even see them when I was headed out there. So a lot of, <laughs> a lot of smoke. Yes, hopefully that clears out um, by the time we get into competition because so. uh, practices have already started and so games are going to start next week and it's the most exciting time of the year, isn't it? That's right. That's right. It is. I mean, there's no question about it. My, my year rotates around it. January 1st is everybody else's start of the year. Mine is opening weekend of high school football. That's right. And speaking of high school football, we are going to kind of take you through all of the classifications today in District 6. Friendly reminder, in case you missed the last episode, our debut episode, the East Idaho PrepCast, each and every week, we're going to be breaking down the biggest stories related to District 6. It's that East Idaho area, Idaho Falls, Rigby, Rexburg, up to the uh, Wyoming border and then up, up to Salmon as well and all the way down to Blackfoot. We're covering that entire area each and every week right here on the East Idaho PrepCast. A couple of ways to uh, get the PrepCast. You can download the audio wherever you get your podcasts. Audio is also available at idahosports.com. Uh, we've got a new PrepCast tab across the top of the homepage, so all you have to do is hover your mouse over that, and then you'll see the East Idaho PrepCast in the drop-down bar, which is sweet. And then you can also catch the video each week on the idahosports.com YouTube channel as well as the Facebook page. So, Lance, uh, I asked you to come up with one team that you thought would do the best in each classification from district six. And I know you had to make some tough choices probably in the two a and three a classifications, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, I did. And there's, I'm one of those guys that says uh, somebody's on top until somebody else knocks them off. And, uh, and so I've, uh, I've kind of used that method in, uh, in breaking this down. Yeah, so we're going to just move. Uh, we'll start with 5A, the biggest classification, yeah. and, and move our way down to, to 1A, D2. So let's start with 5A. The the Rigby Trojans have really had a stranglehold on that high country conference, District 5 and 6, for the past couple, really since Armando Gonzalez took over as head coach. Yeah. He got all the way to the 5A championship last year, lost 17-14 to 14 to Rocky Mountain in a game where they had several turnovers. And I think Rigby fans probably thought we should have won that one last year. Yeah, yeah, I think they did. I know a lot of fans that went up for that game uh, and came home a little bit disappointed. Uh, Rigby's a very good team, and Rigby's one of those places that has created a program. And again, I've uh, I've talked about it on you know numerous different sports casts that I've done with uh, you know everybody's got a team, not everybody has a program, and Rigby has created a program, a program where these kids come up through and and uh, and expect uh, to play at a high level now as they come into this, uh, you know, to this program and, and, and Rigby is, is very, very good. Now Rigby starts off their season this year against Skyview of Utah. Skyview of Utah went undefeated last year uh, and won the state championship for 4A down there in Utah. Uh, now, now they would be a 5A school here in Idaho. They would meet that classification size. They are very good. In fact, they, they laid a woodshed beating last year to open up the season 
uh, on um, uh, on Highland <laughs> of Pocatello. And so this is going to be a good test for Rigby right off the bat. That game is actually being played at Rigby. Uh, and this is going to be a good test for them right off the bat. Skyview, uh, another one of those uh, places down in the Logan Valley or Cash Valley. It's a very good program. Uh, so Rigby, we're going to we're going to get a uh, uh, a good look at them right off the bat. Yeah, Skyview High. It's kind of right there in the suburbs of Salt Lake City, and uh, they are legit in yeah. pretty much every sport. Their basketball. I, team actually, basketball. just north of Logan, just north of Logan in Smithfield. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. Yep, yes. Yep. I was yeah, thinking yeah, of, yeah, they're part of that Cash Valley that that used to be yeah. kind of the three-headed monster with with Skyview, Logan, and Mountain Crest. Now they've added two more schools in that valley as well, but uh, Green Canyon being one of those. But uh, but Skyline, or excuse me, Skyline is in Salt Lake, and yes, uh, Skyview up in Cash Valley. Yeah, yeah, I got I got my Sky schools mixed up there, but but uh, the Skyview basketball team last year was tremendous as well, and we got to absolutely. Absolutely. That's a, that's another place that has, has some good, uh, you know, some good sports. Now, now something to think about this, uh, Utah starts two weeks earlier than we do. Uh, and so Skyview comes into this game against Rigby. It'll be Rigby's first game and they come in already having two games under their belts. Uh, and so, so that is one of those things that is, uh, is definitely, um, uh, you, you know, something that could, could play a role in, um, in the outcome of that game too. Yes. So that's the first game, and that's going to be a good one. And then, really, the the non conference schedule I have to I have to admit here, Lance is is pretty tough. I mean, they've got a home game with Post Falls. They they went all the way up to Post Falls last year. <laughs> that game's for the dogs, apparently, right? I'm sorry, I have my 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 dog here threw his bone under the under the chair. So sing for just a second. I'm going to get this bone out from under here, so he'll quit whimpering. And this. This is uh, this is how you know we're one hundred percent authentic. Okay, there is no editing. There's no stopping. We're just gonna keep rolling here. So yeah, we talked about their second game uh, at home against Post Falls. They made the long trip up to Post Falls last year. Now they get the home return against a team that made the five A playoffs last year, and then they've got the defending four A state champs from Skyline. That you know that was the only loss for Skyline last year was Rigby. I'm looking forward to that rematch. I, I am too. And that was a pretty heavy loss for Skyline. Uh, Rigby was that good last year and so uh you, you know that's I, I think skyline's got a little bit of a chip on their shoulder for that game this year and uh, and and that's gonna that, that's gonna be I, I think a lot more closely contested than last year's matchup was sorry about the dog by the way uh, <laughs> if we are nothing here at idaho sports we are real that's we are right. real well, you know, good people are dog people. So we know you're oh. good people, Lance. <laughs> so let's, okay, let's talk about um, the conference itself. I think a lot of people think it's probably going to come down to Rigby and Highland, like it always seems to. Rigby has the home game this year against Highland. They came to Pocatello last year. They get the home game. It's the uh, second to last week of the regular season on October 15th. Do you see that as the the game that could decide it, or do you think it'll be somewhere else within the conference? You know, I, I think we'll know early on, but as you look at the roster right now, that is the game that should decide it, uh, if you look at it. And as far as the coaches go, uh, they have picked Highland to win this conference right now. They're the preseason pick. Uh, in fact, most of the teams we'll talk about, with the exception of Skyline, are picked second in their conference by the coaches uh, 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 preseason. But again, I look at Rigby as, as they've got to get knocked off uh, before I'm willing to, to really give that spot up to somebody else. And Highland, 
Highland's got a lot of improvement to do off of last year's season to compete with Rigby. Yeah, they definitely lost more than Rigby did in terms yeah. of graduation yeah. losses. That is for sure. Yeah. Uh, Tiger Adolfo, starting quarterback, is back. Zeke Falavai was the starting running back for Rigby. They're both back. Taylor yeah. Freeman is, I mean, Condancy, the tight end. I mean, they got the skill guys. The, the big question is going to be up front on the offensive line. Can yeah, they, that's right. Can they get enough guys together to make uh, some noise there? So Rigby, we think, is the team to keep an eye on in, in 5A yeah. for District 6. Well, and, and it's been that it's been that offensive line. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. It's been that yeah. offensive line that has really allowed them to do so much of what they've done offensively anyway. Uh, when you have a good offensive line and you have that time in the backfield for a quarterback to make good decisions, uh, good things happen. When you can force a quarterback into quick decisions, bad things tend to happen. And so that that is, and you brought that up, that is uh, very true. That's going to play a big role. Yeah, they lost a lot of guys up front, that's for sure. So Rigby, the team to keep an eye on 5A. And 4A, this one was easy, Lance, right? The defending 4A state champs from Skyline High. They've, they've really had a good, solid program the last three or four years. Yeah, well, when they dropped down to 4A, uh, they really started dominating. And they were a good team before that. But they've been a great team uh, at the 4A division. They also start out with the Utah School. That's Green Canyon. Who they'll start out with, and that's going to be in the Rocky Mountain Rumble. And they have the same situation that Rigby had, where uh, Green Canyon comes in with two games under their belt uh, be, before that. But I'll be honest with you, I don't see right now anybody in conference really pushing Skyline to the brink. Uh, now, maybe somebody proves me wrong, they could, but I really have Skyline dominating that conference this year. I think it's going to be interesting because Skyline lost a lot of players, but so did everybody else. That's right. right. That's right. It, 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 it kind of leveled that field on that. Now, what, what, one of the things that you do get in the Idaho Falls area as well is because it's a growing area, you do also get players that move in. That just happens to be one of those things. They're bigger schools. Players move in uh, that you're not aware of. Those are, that's always an X factor. You know, when it comes comes to the Idaho Falls area and to the bigger schools. So, uh, you know, there, there could always be that factor, you know, and 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 Hillcrest has has proud tradition. Uh, well, you know, as does Bonneville. I'm not saying the other ones don't Blackfoot. But what I'm saying is it, it is, is if anybody was to step up this year, I think Hillcrest might surprise some people. But I just when I look at this before the season, everybody in that conference has a long ways to go, in my opinion, to 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 really be extremely competitive with Skyline. Yeah, Hillcrist has a new coach, Brennan Mossholder, and he's yep. basically doing the opposite. Instead of bunched in tight, that wing tee, he's, he's going yeah. to kind of spread it out and see how that goes. But yeah, yeah I agree. Right. Skyline uh, in kind of an unpredictable uh, District 6 high yeah. country conference for, for Class 4A. But yeah, they're the defending champs. Is there a game, a conference game on the schedule that, that you're looking at? That, I mean, they play Blackfoot right out of the gate on September 17th at Ravston Stadium. That that might decide the conference right there, right off it, the bat. It very well could. In fact, in fact, again, if there is going to be a challenge in the conference, I think it's going to be early on. I think early on is where we're going to see that. The Blackfoot game uh, should test the corners. Uh, for Skyline, uh, and and I I, I think that uh, that that if there is going to be a game that decides it for four A, and it does end up being super competitive in that conference, I think early on is when that's going to happen uh, against Blackfoot. Okay, so we think Skyline the team to watch in four A, three A. I mean, you really have the like you said in the coaches poll, South Fremont was picked to win yeah. that district, but Sugar Salem, uh, I mean they. 
I don't know that there's been a program except maybe Rocky Mountain High in Meridian that that's been more dominant over the last three, four, five years. Yeah, it's and, and that's when you you know you kind of include every sport in that uh, or, or many sports in that I should say. Sugar's another one of those teams that has to be knocked off now. Uh, Sugar last year, most people didn't think they were going to do much after graduating 26 kids the year before and playing a heavy 4A schedule last year before conference. Uh, and 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 uh, we include Star Valley in that 4A because they'd be 4A if they were here in Idaho. Uh, but you know, as we look at as we look at Sugar, that team wasn't supposed to do much. They go undefeated through the regular season until the final game, and it was South Fremont that knocked them off. And I think South will be very good this year. I cannot argue with the coach's pick for South to win that conference. I cannot argue with that. But again, I'm going with the you've got to prove that uh, that you can do it uh, again against the three-time state champions before you can really call yourself the champions of that. Because what, what uh, Sugar did was they came back in a three-way Kansas City playoff and ended up dominating that playoff and going on and winning the state championship. Now, having said that, South Fremont went farther than they had ever gone in the state football playoffs. And I think this is going to be a fun, I think of all these conferences, that's going to be the funnest conference and potentially the most competitive conference of the first three that we've talked about uh, happens to be that one. Now, Sugar opens up with Morgan out of Utah. That's up the canyon from Ogden. Uh, Morgan was a very good team last year. Uh, Morgan would be a 3A school here in Idaho. Um, and uh, actually, they'd be on the borderline of kind of 3A, 4A school size-wise. And again, they come in like the other Utah schools with two games of experience under their belt before they play. That's another Rocky Mountain Rumble game uh, that'll be played at Madison High School, same as Skyline and Green Canyon. Uh, so Sugar, Sugar's got to prove that they are ready to start the season uh, against a team that already has some experience. But I think it's going to come down, uh, to be honest with you, to the final game of the regular season with Sugar and Sal. Final conference game, Sugar and Sal. Well, yeah, we almost had it aligned on the schedule, right? They meet on October 15th yeah. uh, at Sugar City. Um, but, th- but then you've got kind of this anticlimactic non-conference regular season finale for, for Sugar against Mountain Home, a good 4A yeah. opponent. But, you know, I just, oh, I wish we could flip-flop those games. But Yeah, yeah, it, it, it would be nice. And it's been that way the last several years. Uh, when what Shelley jumped up to 4A and it made the conference three instead of uh, four, uh, you know, obviously it became necessary to schedule another game or whatever. It just happened to be that that's when we, when the game could come, you know? Yeah. Th- those three but, team leagues are, are always extremely difficult. So it, it is very, very difficult. So, uh, so, so right now I have uh, sugar and South as a toss up in that conference. I, I, I think, uh, again, of these three conferences or three divisions, we've talked about five, a four and three, a right now, I think that will be the most competitive, uh, that we see for the top spot. It might, might be the most competitive in the whole state. I mean, we'll have could to be. see. But it, it could, definitely could be. And you never know for sure exactly what Teton's going to have. Right. You know, you know, Teton has some very good athletes uh, in that program right now. And uh, and so T- Teton's not a, a team you can sleep on by any stretch. Yeah, new head coach there as well. So that'll be interesting yeah. to, to see at Teton. Yeah. Uh, 2A, really, you know, North Fremont was was the favorite going into last season. They won the regular season conference title, uh, met up with Firth in that epic, legendary semifinal game. And uh, Tate and Jacobson. A snowball. 
Yeah, that's right. The snowball. I don't, I don't think Taden Jacobson ever has to, to buy a meal again in uh, Firth because of the uh, scoop and score, that big, long fumble recovery for a touchdown that gave Firth the very shocking and surprising. I think it was seven to six, right? It was, it was. And just two games before, when you go back to the regular season or three games before, uh, North had dominated Firth. Uh, in that regular season game. But again, that shows you how how tough the nuclear conference is. The nuclear conference is always just so good. In fact, Southeast Idaho for 2A is just fantastic. When you had District 5 in that with Westside, of course, your champions last year out of that. But again, North Fremont, someone's going to have to come up and consistently uh, play good throughout conference play and knock them off. And I don't know if it's going to happen. Right now, I picked them to win that conference. However, again, the coaches have picked Firth to win that conference. So so, uh, so North Fremont, uh, again, like uh, Rigby and Sugar, are picked by the coaches second in their conference. Now, I will tell you that those coaches' polls are kind of evolving as we get more That's right. from coaches. That's Not- right. We, we haven't heard from a majority of the coaches yep, in that that's right. conference yet. But that's right. So we're talking current. Yes, currently current. they have. But it and gives us some good fodder. Yes. And and that is another reason why you probably need to check into IdahoSports.com kind of every day as we're getting more and more team previews uploaded, more and more schedules uploaded to the site as well. We're just doing batches and batches throughout the, the coming days. So keep checking back to IdahoSports.com. Our statewide football previews are up and running. If you don't see your favorite team yet, probably really soon they're going to be up there. And so it, it is. It's a very busy time of year for us. So, yeah, you think North Fremont. Uh, probably the favorite again, despite that stumble in the semifinals last year. Yeah, yeah, I think they are out of this conference. Uh, but but again, they're going to have to prove that they could step up and beat a West Side type team, you know, uh, at a state tournament. But but North Fremont definitely um, is my pick for for the Nuclear Conference, and and Firth, uh, boy, they they might do it as well. But but again, they've got to step up in the regular season to do it. Yeah, two two quick notes on, on players there for for North Fremont. I'm not sure there's a better all-around back than Jordan Lenz in, in terms yeah. of his rushing and receiving abilities. Yeah. And for Firth, Athen Blonquist had 32 sacks last year, which is just that's mind-boggling. I can't even wrap my head around that. But yeah, well, and, and 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 for Firth to really step up and and knock them off, they're gonna need him this year against North Fremont. And this is the reason why, because of Lenz, uh, and you look how good he is, um, he has the ability to get into the backfield and make North Fremont make decisions. And if they have a hard time getting it to Lenz, if you can't get it in his hands, um, he can't be a benefit to you. That's right. So. Uh, North Fremont opens their season at Filer on August 27th, and then they go to Melba. That's going to be a good game. Melba's uh, probably the favorite in that district, District 3, that Western Idaho Conference, and that's yeah. going to be fantastic. And then uh, the regular season finale is against Firth at North Fremont on October 22nd, and we think that's yeah. probably going to decide the conference there. So yeah, yeah, I, th- I think so too. I think it could come down to that game. That time the schedule worked out in our favor. Let's look at the 1A. The 1A D1 is hard because it's, it's another three-team district, and it's really spread out as well. But, but what it is, you get Butte, you get Chalice, you get uh, Grace. In fact, I went through 
uh, chalice the other day. I went on a little fishing trip and and was able to uh, uh, go through those two great communities there. I've been to Grace many times. In fact, I was down there uh, past that yesterday on the way to Soda Springs. And and so Grace, uh, Grace is the team that I picked to come out of that this year. Grace is a big 1A school and spent significant time at 2A, as did, uh, as did Butte. Uh, and but of course, Butte, you know, a couple of years ago had to combine, uh, <laughs> you know, to have a team uh, to play. But I, I think Grace is going to be the team to beat in one AD one. Yeah. How exciting is it that uh, Butte County and Mackey had to combine for uh, I think it was called Lost Rivers. Lost River. Yeah. Yeah. But but now they, they are each operating as their own right. separate Mackey's going to have a varsity schedule this year, which is awesome. And and same for Butte County. So what so what about Grace makes them? the favorite in your mind instead of Butte County? You know, I really, I don't know other than, uh, other than grace, uh, you know, they're coming in with a group of players that kind of, I think know each other a little bit better, know what to expect from each other a little bit better. Uh, I could be wrong on that. Uh, but grace just, looks to have that power on paper this year coming through. And, and in fact, I look at it and Grace is a team that could potentially go undefeated this year. Uh, Grace is, is, I think, that good. Uh, and and it'll play out on the field. I mean, anytime you get into eight-man football, um, that field really opens up. You take six total men off the field, three from each side, uh, and it's a, it's a whole different ball game. That 100-yard that field appears like an ocean, you know, compared to what it is in traditional 11-man football. And I think Grace... I think Grace is just built for that this year. Okay. Is there, as we look at the schedule, they open up with a home game against North Gem, which is going to be, I think, a pretty good 1A D2 team. But is there a game on the schedule that you've circled for Grace to look at? Well, I think it's going to be Grace Butte. I think that's going to be your game right there uh, because so much is decided. uh, in that. And so uh, uh, that's that's a game I, I, I want to see. I want to see that game. Uh, because that has the potential to uh, to be a very high, high, high scoring game. You know, both those schools have some octane, and uh, and and they can put it on. I just think that uh, the turbos on Grace are going to be a little bit higher this year, for sure. And that works out with the schedule again. That's the regular season finale, right. October twenty second, Butte County at Grace. That should be fantastic. Another game I'm looking at. It, it's a non conference game, but uh, they will host Lighthouse Christian. That's right. On October 8th. And that's always a perennial power as well. I think that's going to be a good one to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Lighthouse Christian has done very well. uh, And they're not an old school. They haven't been around a long time. They're a private school up in, uh, up in Twin Falls or Twin Falls area. And uh, so Lighthouse Christian, I think that's an early season test for both of those schools uh, to see where they are at, at that time. And that's the one, a D one ranks our final look at one, a D two. Uh, water Springs, you know, that's a, that's a private school like, like lighthouse Christian. And they really had a banner year last year. They have some big shoes to fill, but still going to be pretty solid. It is. They went five and three last year during the, uh, during the season, they ended up losing to Kendrick, uh, in the state playoffs. But, uh, uh, but I I think water Springs is going to be good. And they're going to get an early test right off the bat as Butte is their opening game. And, uh, and so we'll get a chance to see Butte as well. Uh, but, uh, but, but I, I think Water Springs, again, Water Springs is going to need to be knocked off in that conference uh, this year in order for me to really feel comfortable uh, naming somebody else as the head. 
So you mentioned the season opener with Butte County. Is there a game on the conference slate that you're keeping an eye out for? You know what? For me, I'm not keeping an eye out on the conference slate right now. I want to see how they do against Butte. I want to see how they do against Butte right off the bat. And then I, I, I can make a better decision in conference seeing how they play against Butte because that is a, that, that's legit. That's a legit opponent. And it's not to say that other opponents aren't legit, but what I'm saying is you're going up, up against a pretty big, uh, you know, 1AD1 school. And, uh, and I think that's going to be the test. Yeah, the, the conference that they're in is going to be interesting because you've got Water Springs and Rockland and North Gym. And then you've got two yep. programs that are really, you know, Mackey is playing varsity ball for the first time in a couple of years. And Showband, you know, reports are, and we haven't, I mean, way back in June, Showband said, yes, we're going to have a varsity team. Yep. I haven't been able to confirm that that is still the case. Those numbers can fluctuate, but that's right. Now, Showband, a new program as well. So that'll be interesting. Well, well, and I think we'll know. I mean, if there is a team on there, uh, you know, on in conference, uh, that could be a game to watch, could be the game with North Gym. You know, and we'll know about North Gym after the first week of the season as well, you know, as they play Grace. And that's a uh, that's a pretty good rivalry game. Those two schools are fairly close to each other uh, within, I think, about a 15 minute drive. Um, and so that's a that, uh, you know, could be the conference game. But I really want to see, you know, how Water Springs does against Butte. Uh, 1A, D1 and 1A, D2 are always the conferences that have more questions coming into a season than they do answers. It just happens to be that way. We learn more about those school sizes during the regular season, I think, than we do any of the other school sizes. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I think it has more of an ability than any of the other school sizes to completely be turned upside down. Yeah, it's counterintuitive. There's less positions to fill on the field, right. but it's, there's way more variables, that's for sure. That, okay. that, there is. There is. And, and speed. Speed always plays a factor. But at yeah. the, again, you remove six players total off the field and speed plays an even greater factor. Uh, the way one man, I, I mean, I've always said that one man in, in one AD one, one AD two and eight man football, one man sometimes can control a game almost like a pitcher in baseball <laughs> if yes. they are fast enough in that. So that's for sure. about. yes. Okay. So your, your, your six favorites in district six, Rigby, Skyline, Sugar Salem, North Fremont, Grace, and water springs and water of those, springs of those six who will have the most dominant season who will of those six schools who do you think will have the best overall season i think skyline will i think skyline will uh, is set up to have the best in that with uh, with in what they have and and i only say that not because i mean i i think rigby wins the game between them and skyline i think rigby wins that game However, we're talking, you know, 5A and 4A, and, uh, and, and I just think that Skyline has a better opportunity to have a total pitcher run this year than any other team in eastern Idaho. Yeah, maybe more roadblocks for Rigby along yeah. the way in the yeah. play. All right, that'll wrap up this edition of the East Idaho PrepCast with Lance Taylor. Again, you can download this podcast wherever you download your podcasts. You could also uh, – My dog never barks. Here it is. <laughs> It's because you're on here, Brandon. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can uh, you can also get the audio at IdahoSports.com and uh, catch the video uh, on our YouTube channel as well as our Facebook page. Lance, I'm looking forward to what's going to be an exciting season of football in District 6. That I mean, we just outlined six teams, and yeah. really there's probably between 10 and 11 that are all going to be really competitive in, the, in their divisions this year. Yeah, 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 I think so too, and – and uh, it's, it's going to be a fun football season. I mean, we look for it every year. And there's times we look back and say, wow, I sure picked that one wrong. 
And, uh, and times we look and say, yeah, we knew that, you know, but uh, uh, it's the excitement and the unknowns that really keep us, keep us on our toes and make it a lot of excitement. That's right. Two-a-day practices have started next week. We'll have actual games on the schedule that we can That's look right. ahead to. And yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Lance, as always, thanks for the time. We appreciate it. Happy to be here, guys. All right. And thanks for listening to the East Idaho PrepCast on IdahoSports.com.